What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Life Coach Zach podcast. I'm your host, Zach Rance, certified life coach, certified nutritionist, mental health advocate, meditation master. No, I'm kidding. But seriously, though, thanks so much for stopping by. I like to bring guests on here that are leaders in their chosen field, whether it's a doctor or nutritionist or maybe just another life coach or spirituality coach. And I'm just grateful for the opportunity that I can share it with you guys. I hope you enjoy. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to hop on the podcast today. Uh, To all the people that are listening, my guest today is Ray Higdon. Uh, He helps network marketers make more money. Since 2018, he's helped over 300,000 new customers come into the network marketing space. Ray, thanks so much for coming today. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, You know, myself, I'm an entrepreneur. I know a ton of people that are getting into the network marketing business. You know, I've taken a lot of chances on a few different network marketing companies, Um, Most of them for me haven't been too successful, but can you tell the audience a little bit about network marketing and why it can be so profitable? Sure. And, and I can definitely resonate with, um, what you were saying. I mean, I, 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 let's say did not do well in quite a few network marketing companies until I, you know, push came to shove and I was the number one income earner of a network marketing company. So the concept of network marketing is um, think about like being an affiliate marketer, but you're able to earn residual income and multiple levels really, really to an unlimited amount. And, and so why I like network marketing, not just for personal reasons, not just because when I had lost it all in real estate, it's what helped me bounce back and, you know, just really saved me. Um, not just for that, but because I see it as the lowest risk, lowest overhead way for the average ordinary person to start a business. And that doesn't mean that it's perfect. It doesn't mean that it's the, you know, one choice to rule them all, but it is a, it's a great business model that a lot of people for, you know, a lot of people in network marketing would not be in any business if it wasn't for network marketing. And so it's it, it's a gateway drug for some. Some people, you know, learn from you know people like Jim Rohn or others who are network marketing legends, and then go on to start their own business. And others find their home in network marketing. And so you know, I see it as a very powerful option, especially for people wanting to work from home that have the intellect to desire residual income. Yeah. The intellect to desire residual income because we all desire residual income. You know, the idea of making money while we sleep and having that compound and, you know, making money from other people selling other stuff is great, but not all of us have the intellect and the drive and the ambition and the work ethic. And obviously, a lot of your success, the foundation is a strong work ethic. And I noticed eight hours ago, you posted on Instagram your daily habits, right? And number one on that list is meditate. And you tagged Dr. Joe Dispenza. I just recorded a YouTube video earlier today, uh, a book review on becoming supernatural, which I read probably three years ago at this point. Book changed my life. Meditation for me, I, I talk about it all the time. But tell me what meditation does for you. Yeah. And, it, and it's something that, you know, 
for many years, I've had people ask me, hey, if you had to start over, what would you do differently? And for most of those years, I said nothing really, because, you know, I gained a lot of lessons. I, you know, <laughs> made some mistakes that I had to learn from. Um, but now I actually have that answer. And that answer is I would have been more diligent with my meditation. So for me, the meditation, it calms, calms my mind, helps me to think more clearly. And it's just a daily reminder to focus on, in, in Joe's word, in Joe Dispenza's words, focus on who I'm becoming and the future version of myself versus remaining addicted to who I've been and who I currently am. And that's something that I think is important, uh, is an important reminder for everyone to constantly be living into where you're going and who you want to be. And in the hustle bustle of life that, you know, you can easily lose that message. Yeah. Well said. Dr. Joe Dispenza is an, an incredible person. The guy broke his back. He was paralyzed. Every spine surgeon said he had to get surgery. He said, I'm going to meditate. And he built back his vertebrae. He built back his spine vertebrae by vertebrae, six months, full recovery, no pain. Truly, truly remarkable. But I want to stay focused here on how, on your strengths and how you help people. So um, just so people know a little more about you, can you give a very brief summary on all the all the companies you worked with you don't have to be too specific about what they are but and some of your income like i don't know if you want to disclose any of that but just so people can really understand the power of network marketing sure um and i and i think it helps to kind of put it into context too you know i my first attempt at my first i should say real attempt because i'm pretty sure i joined them earlier but i really didn't know anything at all. But my first real attempt was uh, in 2006. I was in real estate. Uh, I was uh, doing what's called um, a wholesaling mainly. I did have some rental income and I did have some rental properties. My focus was really real estate. And then when I, I met some people that were making serious residual income in network marketing, I'm like, well, dang, you know, if they can do that, I, I can too. And, and so I, can I, can I stop it, one second, when you say serious, okay, yeah. are we talking like 2,500 a month or are we sure. talking a hundred thousand a month? So yeah, let me, let me expand on that. So my, our model, I had a real estate partner and our model was if we could buy a unit. Okay. So a, a house would be a unit, a duplex is two, triplex is three. If we could buy a unit of real estate and it cash flowed over the principal interest taxes insurance, a hundred bucks or more a door. So if we could find a duplex that made at least 200 bucks a month in cash flow over and above the principal interest taxes insurance, we would buy it. Right. So we had uh, 37 row units and was making, you know, a decent amount of, of, you know, residual income cash flow. I would say, I wouldn't call it residual actually, because we had to work really hard for that. Right, right. <laughs> that is not residual income. Yeah. That's working. Yeah, that's right. It's, and passive, it's passive, but it's not residual. Passive, right. Correct. And, and so, um, you know, when I met someone who was a stay at home mom that, um, had decided to do this thing, and she was making eight thousand a month in, res in in true residual income, whether she worked that month or not. I was like, "Dang, you know, that's pretty serious." Then I met someone who was making forty thousand a month at it, and I'm like, "Holy cow! Like this is this is legit." 
And, and, you know, since, I mean, I've had clients, my, my biggest earning client uh, brings home a million dollars a month. Yeah. And that's take home. That's not volume. That's in perpetuity, right? Like his, his work is done. Well, I mean, you know, Hey, if something happened with the company or, you know, just like any business, you know, there's, there's no guarantee, but I'll tell you one of the more impressive ones I met along the years was a guy that was, uh, he had built a, uh, a team many years ago. He had stopped building over 25 years ago, but he was still getting paid over $10,000 a month. Yeah. To me, that's, that's pretty awesome. That's and, really you know, awesome. we have uh, probably the biggest client um, that we've had over the years. He has a team of 750,000 people. And this guy's been making over $200,000 a month for like 14 years. And so, you know, and he, he still works the business a little bit, um, but you know, he, he could foreseeably get that for a really, really long time. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I share that and, and that is what attracted me, but I really didn't know what I was doing. Cause I was used to standard sales. You know, if you are a, you know, whatever, chiropractor or a realtor, or a car salesman, you just got to worry about making the sale. You don't have to worry about making the sale in a manner that the person you're selling to could also do. And that was a big distinction for me. So I had, I mean, once upon a time, I was, you know, 21, 22 days a month on the road, Vegas, Chicago, Phoenix, Miami, LA, selling a $7,000 educational system in a 90 minute pitch to a cold audience that didn't know who I was. And so I, I, you know, I've done my share of, of weird and difficult and challenging sales, but never had I had to worry about duplication. I didn't have to worry about how I was getting a buyer was done in a way that the buyer thought they could also do it, right? It's a very different world. And so I didn't learn that in my first company, my second company, my third company, my fourth company, my fifth company. And, and so I actually, by 2000, I would say an eight, I had said, screw it. I don't ever want to be a part of, of a network marketing company ever again. And then right around that time is when the real estate market crashed and I got completely wiped out. So I was able to sell some of the rental properties, but some of them went into foreclosure. My personal home went into foreclosure and my mind went into foreclosure. I got deeply depressed. I, you know, went through, you know, personal foreclosure. I went through a divorce. I was drinking heavily. I really didn't know what the hell I was going to do. And I ended up on sleeping on my buddy's couch. How old were you at the time? Um, so, I mean, that was 2000, I'm not, I'm not real quick at math here. That was 2009 when I was on the couch and I'm 43 today. So whatever that equates to. What, 32. Yeah, there you go. So here I am, 32, big winner, sleeping on my buddy's couch, a divorced person that is in foreclosure. Awesome. And you couldn't, and, and cause I'm, I'm younger than you, I'm 30, right? So yeah. I went to college in 2009, was my freshman year of college. Yeah. And it, holding real estate, obviously the market got cut in half or whatever it was, but sure. rental properties, were they severely inf- like impacted? Like you couldn't find tenants that, that could still pay the same rent or? Well, well think about it. The re- the people we rented to were all in construction. Like, you know, so when the construction oh, market God. collapsed, so no, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you some math here. So most of our units you know, just because of demand, the de- you know, we were at one point when I say we Southwest Florida, Southwest Florida at one point was the number two permit 
permit pulling county in the United States, or mm-hmm. I should say, um, uh, uh, I forget where Lee and Collier County, but Southwest Florida as a whole was way, way up there. Like Vegas was up there. We were up there as one of the fastest growing you know, areas in, in the country. So rent rentals had a, a very large demand. So we would have a two bedroom, one bath in a not great area that would rent for 800 bucks a month. With the and snap that, of your finger. Easy. You would, you would, I mean, I remember specifically putting out a, a for rent sign on Thanksgiving day. Uh, and I think this was 2007 and we had 25 calls before noon. I mean, it was, un, it was unbelievable. Now when the market crashed, you could not rent that thing for 500 bucks a month. Now, if our numbers were all based on cash flowing 100 bucks a month, and all of a sudden you drop by at least 300, thin margin in the first place, right? What's that? Like that's a thin margin in the first place. It is 100 bucks. Yeah, it is thin. You know, you're you're hoping for um, you know appreciation, and you get to pay it off, and you know you're hoping for the long term kind of play. Um, And you know sometimes our numbers were really good. I mean, there I remember. You know, one of our best deals, um, we got, this may sound weird, but we got three duplexes for $99,000 total, rented each unit for four fifty dollars each. So that's, you know, 2700 a month on a 99K investment. That's in real estate. That is really amazing. You're making all your money back in less than three years. But easily, as yeah. long as you can get them, keep them rented. And, and so when that just got demolished, I mean, that means we're losing now on every single unit, all of these bandaid off, cut that shit off as quick as you can. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, it, it was, it was tough. So that's, that's what initially got me attracted to network marketing, but I wasn't, I, I hadn't, I was still focused on real estate. So I didn't really throw my all into it when I threw my all into it, which, which was in July of 2009. I mean, I'm dead broke, million dollars in debt, multiple foreclosures. Um, I got like two credit cards left, like no one's hiring. Like, I mean, it was just like my back was against the wall. And so not everyone needs that. I think I needed that. Not only did I need that, but I also needed to be humbled because, you know, real estate was so easy back then that I would kind of gotten full of myself and I thought I was really, you know, hot stuff. And so losing it all was actually a huge blessing for me. Um, and then, you know, that's when I started, I started my serious network marketing career. Wow. You know, it's, it, it, it takes a lot of humility to become successful, regardless of exterior circumstances or not. I mean, you know, the fact that there was the big real estate financial crisis, whatever you want to call it, bubble in 2008, 2009, was the reason why you've become so successful in network marketing and you're changing people's lives. I mean, you're you're providing other people with income so they could support their family and it's the ripple effect. So we don't even realize the impact we're having on on a ton of people. And I am just, I mean, it doesn't mean a lot coming from me, but I want to say I am proud of you for hey, I appreciate it, man. I, I, it. I am proud of you. So what what do you specialize in now? Like do you work with uh people one-on-one that are building their network marketing business? Do you speak to large audiences still? Obviously with COVID, it's not, it's kind of sure. tough right now, but to tell us more about what you're putting your time and energy into and some of the new projects you have coming up. Yeah. Yeah. It was, you know, it was interesting. I remember I, I spoke at a company event uh, in Detroit 
flew back, spoke at a company event in Orlando, and that was it. <laughs> I had, you know, 10 speaking events um, that were already scheduled uh, for, you know, 2020. And, you know, just to put that into perspective, my keynote fee is $30,000. All 10 got canceled. Um, some of them went virtual, some did not. And, and so it was, you know, it was a major impact. Uh, 20, I was definitely pretty nervous. You know, you kind of have that muscle memory of if you've ever lost it all, like, oh my God, am I about to go down the toilet again? Right. And, uh, but fortunately we were able to pivot and, and do things a little bit differently. And, and so 2020 was actually a very successful year. Uh, but what, what I do now is, you know, I don't, I don't really do many um, right now, currently any uh, private coaching clients. We had a, a, a mastermind for eight years that we we stopped doing uh, just last month um, so I could focus on bigger projects. Uh, but I do work with companies. Um, I do, you know, we have every, everything for the network marketer from the very, very beginner, um, which would be like our rank makers group. Our rank makers group is a, a private group. Uh, it's 20 bucks a month. We have a little bit over 13,000 people in there. And, uh, you know, me or one of our coaches goes live every day in there, gives an action step and a training. And that's where that number came from. Since 2017, we've helped network marketers bring in over 300,000 new customers, 71,000 new reps, and achieve 14,000 rank advances. So wow. we get a lot of production in there. And then we have, um, actually coming up soon, we have something called Millionaire Roundtable, where only six and seven figure earners can get in there. And, you know, we work with them to help them, you know, scale their culture and scale their team. And, uh, and we have a lot of fun. We wow. made the decision to stop building a team back in 2016. We never desired building a training company. Like I was just focused on becoming the number one earner of that company. And, and, you know, and we did, um, I never planned on doing a training company, but because of the way we were doing things, there were so many leaders that were interested in how we were doing it. I mean, there were companies hiring us. We were the number one earners, but other companies were hiring us to go speak on their stage and, and teach what we were doing. And, and so it kind of took off without us really chasing that. And sorry, you may hear my, my, uh, my almost two-year-old son in the background. He, he gets a little <laughs> rowdy. <laughs> All right. Wow. Incredible. Sometimes things just happen. I, I want to commend you also. Again, doesn't mean much coming for me, but I want to commend you on how you pivoted in all these uh, different situations. You know, COVID impacted a lot of us. And uh, speaking of COVID, man, I'm, I'm scrolling through your Instagram page and uh -oh. you have some of the funniest videos <laughs> on your page. Everyone that's listening, uh, go over to Ray's Instagram it's Ray Higdon, R-A-Y-H-I-G-D-O-N. You have so many of these phony videos. Uh, I love your sense of humor, and I love your uh, your jokes about COVID. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and then so and then, let me ask you a couple of things. My first question: are, You're actually taking payments in Bitcoin? So we did. We we can, and we did run a uh, one of our. 14 day challenges. We do this 14 day challenge where we teach really the deep psychology of marketing. And, and so I had had a couple people say, Hey, do you accept Bitcoin? And we've accepted Bitcoin in the past. In fact, uh, this is a pretty cool story, but uh, several years ago, I actually had a client, this is kind of nuts, um, but I had a client pay me 
120,000 in Bitcoin when it was 2,900 a coin. And um, so that, that was pretty sweet. Um, but what? Uh, yeah, yeah, I know, right? And you're um, holding on to all that Bitcoin. I didn't hold all of it. I, okay. I, I held a, a good chunk of it. Um, but uh, when it hit wow. 20,000, like I'm like, oh my God, like this is amazing. And so I, I did sell some at 20,000 back a few years ago. Um, but wow. um, this, this we, we do have the capacity to accept it. We offered it on one of our programs and no one took us up on it. And we're just thinking like, I don't know if people are wanting to trade Bitcoin, but we do have the capacity to do it. My, my first thought, first of all, that's incredible that that happened to you. My first thought is who was crazy enough to spend their Bitcoin right now? Well, that was several years ago. I mean, you're talking probably 20. No, no, I, I'm talking right now. Oh, like right, 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 right. Exactly, exactly. Who's crazy enough to spend their Bitcoin? You know, Joe Biden just printed $2 trillion, right? You know, if you're going to spend something, spend, spend your shit USD, right? Right. I that's kind of what we figured too. We thought someone may take us up on the novelty yeah. of it, but um but yeah, it's it's no, you know unlikely. It's, it you know what? it's great for for many reasons. I think there's a laundry list of reasons why you did that and regardless if someone took action or not, it's nothing on your part. It's honestly great because you're promoting Bitcoin. I mean, this is something right. that has, you know, intrinsic value if you will, just like diamonds, just like Barrett gold. Right, it doesn't have like real value, but it is a new asset class. It's a new right. asset class that you know because you can't see it or feel it or touch it or put it in a safety deposit box. It requires people like you. It requires people like me that promote Bitcoin. Right, we all want Bitcoin to go to the freaking moon. So the fact that you're accepting Bitcoin, you're putting it on your Instagram, and you're having one hundred and. 22,000 of your followers see it means a lot. Right. So, so regardless if people take action or not, I mean, I, I think that's amazing. I think it's amazing. My, my last question for you, my man, I know you're super busy. I don't want to take too much of your time. My last question for you, how in the world do I get my hands on a pair of the Higdon Heavens? <laughs> okay. So I'll tell you something funny. We've been looking at possibly developing an nft and and so like you know we we have we have some very very loyal you know people that just love our stuff and you know i'm goofy so a lot of times i do goofy moves or goofy faces or whatever so we were we were looking we're, we're still looking at possibly doing an nft and um we come out for april fools and i roll out the higdon heavens and it was an April Fool's joke. And it was basically in response to the little Nas X, you know, Idiot. terrible human blood Idiot. shoes. And, but here's what's funny. I had so many people tell me, dude, I would totally buy those. Dude, they're we're, sick. We're actually, we're actually going to make a limited amount of them and donate the profits to uh, charity. And so they're not out yet, but there will be an opportunity. <laughs> You better let me know. Actually, I'm just going to, you know what I'm going to do? I'm turning on your per post notifications on Instagram <laughs> because the minute you drop those, I'm buying them. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. And, and a little bit about NFTs. I dropped my own NFT. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I dropped my own NFT about, I don't know, a month ago. Uh, and I dropped, originally I dropped a hundred of them. I burned 90 of them. So there's only 10 of them. And I was selling them for one Ethereum. No one bought it. Oh, 
Oh, I know. No one, no one bought it, but I got a lot of experience learning about NFT. Dude. You know, dude, look, this is the thing. You know, going back to network marketing, really coming full circle here. You gotta, you gotta give it a shot. You sure. gotta take a fucking shot, regardless if people buy it or not. I don't care. Right. Right? right, you know, I'm learning, and and you know, the more you shoot, eventually one one of the sure. balls can go through the hoop, you know, and that's and that's kind of what well, I dude, do. I'm, I'm I'm interested. Uh, I'd love to chat with you offline about you know how you went about creating it because you yeah. know we we have a you know pretty pretty good following, and I think there's some kind of possibility there. Like I don't know. Yeah, no, oh, huge possibility. What do you got to lose, right? Right. Yeah. So, uh, and we'll talk about it uh, off the podcast, but Ray, I, I want to thank you again so much for coming on the podcast here today. Um, it was a pleasure connecting with you. Can I throw one last thing out there? Yeah. Okay. The one last thing is a lot of network marketers face a lot of judgment and, and sometimes that is, um, deserved. Okay. But one thing I want to throw out there is a lot of people are in network marketing that would never have been in any other business. They've never read a book on persuasion, psychology, sales, marketing. They really don't know what they're doing and they haven't been trained, but they face a lot of judgment from other more skilled and more learned entrepreneurs. And so my message there is give them a break. You know, sometimes they were a hairdresser yesterday, a business owner today, and you know, hey, they may, you know, sometimes they just haven't been trained doesn't make the industry bad, doesn't make the model bad. It's just sometimes there's people out there that just, they just haven't been trained yet. So give them a little leeway. That's that's a really good point. Give them a little leeway, right? I mean, you know, we all, we all started, we were all beginners in some industry, right? I remember when I was selling life insurance for the first time, trying to sell financial services to people at 25 years old, people thought I was an idiot and it was kind of well-deserved, right? But I learned from that and, you know, we're all on our own path. So I... Great advice. To anyone, everyone that's listening, if there's someone that's reaching out to you about a potential business opportunity, give them a break, right? Listen to them out. See what they got to say. If you end up working either, great. If not, completely fine too. But let's continue to spread love. Let's continue to shine light. Ray, it's, it's been a freaking pleasure having you on the podcast today. Thanks, man. Thank you so much for your time. And I look forward to connecting again soon. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. If you're interested in hiring me as your life coach, or maybe you would just like to connect either on a spiritual level, business level, or just want to discuss some mental health, go over to my website, lifecoachzack.com. There are some resources there, uh, my journal on amazon.com, and also my nutrition course that will be selling really soon. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you guys have an incredible day.